Next up, California has some has their sights set on plastic straws. An environmental group reports more than half a billion plastic straws are used and discarded by Americans right. every day. So, Assemblyman, let me set the scene. You walk into your office and decide to go get some coffee. There's a coworker already there drinking coffee, and you see she has a straw. You then see a box of straws on the counter. Already half of it is empty. And so you decide to ask her about it, her use of plastic straws. And slowly the whole office is divided on the debate. Plastic straws, something to ban and never use again, or barely negligible in terms of the recycling debate. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, Hot Takes. Uh, this is V. And this is Jen. And we're back to talk about more hot takes that we have. Uh, hope that you guys have had a good week. It's it's officially July. It's kind of crazy. Um, I hope that you guys are enjoying what's... We hope if people stay inside and actually wear their masks is the last month of quarantine, <laughs> at least for yeah. now. It's been a crazy month. Yeah. It's been a crazy month. We actually like recorded the new girl episode a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and we were just trying to perfect it it probably isn't perfect but you know we tried <laughs> for you guys appreciate the effort yeah. not the results yeah <laughs> and only it'll only get better from here we promise <laughs> yeah that's true i'm gonna get a new co-host and she's <laughs> <laughs> like after this episode you're fired <laughs> Th- not even that you just block me on everything <laughs> replaced <laughs> I just, I'm like, hey, like, how's it going? Like, when are we going to record? And then when I look at Spotify, you have, like, 10 episodes up already. <laughs> be like, this is Jen. And it'll be someone that's totally different, a totally different voice. And you're going to be like, wait, wait a second. What? And then I'm like, the the listeners don't even notice. <laughs> Goes all along. No. Yeah, though, it's been, it's been a a time but we hope that everyone out there is doing well everyone is safe and healthy and hopefully quarantining still and if you have been taking care of your mental health yeah oh my gosh definitely that <sighs> just trying to as best you can adjust and figure out what to do with this last month of quarantine or for some people hopefully last month <sighs> fingers crossed we don't know. Yeah, fingers crossed. And I mean, we don't know. No one knows. <laughs> We're all just waiting for... We're all in this together, okay? Yeah, we really are. <laughs> High school musical style all the way. <laughs> but this week, we want to go back into talking about things that brought us joy. And again, we're going to do this every single week just to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Uh, so if we go into a really serious topic or whatever... We can just have something that's like a little bit more balanced for you guys so it's not all serious stuff all the time just because we think everyone needs a little bit of happiness right now. So, Jen, how was how was your week and what's been brought you joy? Okay. I had something else in mind and I had it in my notes, but like I think I'm going to go rogue Ooh. and I'm going to go ahead and say that the thing that brought me joy this week was a YouTuber. Oh. And... I think I've already told you this, but I'm going to say it on the podcast. Um, The YouTuber is Kelly Stamps. She is currently blowing up on YouTube. I remember when I first found her account, she had maybe like 25K or so. 
Oh yeah, it was like when she had just started vlogging her move to NYC, and I think that's kind of what helped sort of launch her YouTube channel. And yeah, like I started binge watching her videos recently again, so that's brought me joy. She's like really eccentric and like she has dry humor and she's just so funny and she's very relatable too in a lot of ways and it's just kind of different from a lot of the youtubers that i'm used to kind of watching because i like tend to sort of watch i don't even know i don't think i have like a specific genre of youtubers that i watch but she's definitely different from what i'm used to and i'm i'm like really glad that her career is taking off and like she's doing well for herself and yeah, that's what brought me joy. And you guys should check her out. She's, like, really entertaining. You too. You too. Yeah. For the, <laughs> for the first time ever, I actually had her in my recommends for YouTube. Oh, really? Like, the first time I've, it's ever happened. And I was like, no freaking way. I need to tell Jen. <laughs> it Did was you so watch funny. her video? I was on YouTube just to, like, I was trying to find something for like another episode so <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't on it for leisure time I was on it for work um so I did not okay. <laughs> I did not indulge but it was really funny and it was like a funny coincidence so I was like I need to I need to bring this up at some point and tell and tell Jen that's really awesome though she has interesting content I looked for some of her videos because it was like mm-hmm. she had some from I the first the one that I got recommended was one from like a year ago I think because she was traveling um mm-hmm. But like I was like, oh, I wanna I wanna dive back more into it and see more of her stuff because yeah. I know that she has a lot of really good stuff for sure. She does. She also makes me crave tiramisu. Like I, <sighs> I love. Tiramisu. I don't even remember the last time I had tiramisu, but I've been tempted to order some on Postmates. But I'm trying <laughs> so hard not to get takeout anymore because I can cook for myself and I have time to cook for myself. I'm just being lazy, <laughs> <laughs> so I am like holding out. But I probably am going to cave sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What brought you joy? So I have been listening to this artist for quite a while. I really try to listen to new music all the time. And I try not to just get stuck into listening to like the same things over and over and over again. Because I think that kind of makes me feel like I'm in a rut even if I'm not. So Mm -hmm. I've been trying to just listen to more music and kind of not keep going back to the old stuff. But I have been really into this artist for about a year now named joy crooks and oh yeah yeah and just recently like she has well she has like a series now on youtube that she runs with a friend where they just like talk about topics and it's really cool and i really enjoy it but i recently as jen knows i downloaded spotify for the first time and i've been really I've been really enjoying it and it's been really fun and I kind of I kind of get the hype you guys I've never really had anything like it so I've never had Apple Apple music I've never really had you know anything else like I mean the closest thing I have at some point in college I think I listened to Pandora maybe but like I kind of stopped <laughs> I would just listen to lo-fi hip-hop all the time in the background when I studied so I haven't really like mm-hmm. had anything. they have that on Spotify they have like a bunch of playlists for oh that. that's awesome so so yeah I just have never really been into spotify but then my friend who is amazing he had a playlist up on there his name is breeze uh he's a rapper and i wanted to listen to it because there's also a song that he or actually it's a song from his latest album and so i wanted to listen to it and uh i ended up 
making a Spotify account because of the kind of friend that I am, sacrifice. <laughs> and <laughs> oh what a sacrifice. Oh my God. Thankfully, you didn't die in the process. I mean, <laughs> I came so close. And I decided to like listen to Joy Crook's kind of like channel or a playlist of her work and other yeah. people's work as well. And then I got really into it and it was just really amazing and fun. And kind of along with that, I was listening to like old music just on YouTube, My Mix Recommends. And I came across this song by the Arctic Monkeys, who's like, that's one of my favorite bands of all time. And I've never heard the song before in my entire life. And it's called No Buses. And I fell in love mm-hmm. with this song and I've listened to it 120 times since Monday. Uh, wow. So basically in four days, I've just, I mean, you know, I've just been binging this song because I love it so much, but also because it, it sounds so... It sounds very OG Arctic Monkeys, if you know what I'm saying, if you love the band. Mm-hmm. But it also sounds very, um, one of my very favorite bands is The Lash Out of Puppets, which is Alex Turner's other project with Miles Kane. And it sounds a lot like, almost like an early Lash Out of Puppets song. And it like reminds me so much of that era of Alex Turner. And it makes me so happy that I found the song. Yeah. I've been listening to that a lot. And then I've been listening to that playlist as well, or a playlist with that song as well on it on Spotify. And so like, yeah, I guess music in general has just been bringing me a lot of joy because I've been finding new music, listening to music, and also just doing my daily task. I've been more connected than ever to instead of listening to a podcast, actually listening to music for the first time, and that's kind of a change mm-hmm. up from my regular schedule. So it's really yeah. exciting. That's so interesting. Honestly, it's kind of like old school for like millennials, you know. <laughs> <laughs> To not be on Spotify or, like, Apple Music or any sort of streaming platform for music. And you kind of just had her iPod, by the way, to listen to. (laughs) I just, I have a thing. I don't like everything. Do people even still, like, own iPods? I just feel like everything can be done on your phone now that it just kind of defeats the purpose of having both. But that's just my opinion. (laughs) I feel like I've had so many. That's my hot take. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) On your joy. (laughs) Wow, roasting me even in my comfortable spaces. Uh, I think I just don't like having everything on one on one thing, just because if that thing fails and everything is lost, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've had I've had many terrible stores of iPods in the past. Like, I've had one stolen, and and I think I've had another one stolen too. And I just I'm so cautious now of like that ever happening because I just hate going back and like you know a lot of times i change computers or i just don't have the same library i just don't like keep the library of everything downloaded in it because it's like a lot of space to have on your computer or your laptop so i just don't do it and so whenever something like that happens my ipad i've always had to start again and then re-download it took like days to do and i hated it because i just i love the music all the time whenever i can so i'm just Mm -hmm. very suspicious of it and i feel like i listen to music now only really when i'm working out or on a walk and that's kind yeah. of the only time that I really need it. And then I use my phone for everything else. And so I kind of like the things to be separated. When I am pick up my iPod, I know I'm about to go on a walk. I'm about to work out. And it puts me in a certain like frame of mind. And when I pick up my phone, I'm just <laughs> going to look up a mac and cheese recipe. And it's like not the same. <laughs> um, so I just, I like to keep them separate. But I also just, I don't like having a lot of accounts. Because I just hate the idea of having like all these things that people can find <laughs> you on. Does that sound yeah. paranoid? Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I just I'm cautious. I'm a cautious person, and I feel like 
people no i understand (laughs) that yeah i understand why you don't want your stuff out there because i feel like people so put so much information online they don't even like double think like the decision and then i feel like because of that a lot of people have gotten doxxed and oh yeah that's like so scary because with I just feel like with the internet, we have so much access to a lot of information. And it's so easy that anybody can log in and just, like, take a picture of you and just, I don't know, like, reverse search it or whatever on Google. And then they found your address and, like, <laughs> your phone number. And it's crazy. And I, I that that is, that is kind of scary. You guys, me and Jen have at least once talked about the whole first episode of the show you and how scary it is that he finds her oh yeah <laughs> he finds yeah. her so fast you guys like it like we also have oof. like a lot of issues with that tv show maybe we'll cover it in a, like a future episode <laughs> yeah but that that's scary like that's i think it's great both of us but i remember just watching it and like my mouth falling open because i was just so shocked how easy it was for him to just go from like point A to B to C to like mm-hmm. going being outside of her window and looking at <laughs> like that was way too fast. Yeah, <laughs> like that takes some people so long to do, and for him because the internet and because of what she put online and what she just yeah. innocently posted, he was so, you know, and New York's a crazy. I mean, it's small, but it's not. It, it there's a lot of different boroughs, so for him to just find her out of like all these people and find her exact apartment is so scary and like. I'm not saying that I think that I have a Joe and Milo's gonna freaking stalk me and hunt me down, but like, but the point of view is that none of us really know, right? So yeah, exactly. Better to be safe than sorry. <laughs> don't 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 put stuff out there without thinking twice about it. Um, and so I don't know. I don't think you're gonna stalk me for my Spotify, but I'm just saying that's I think why I haven't had a, as many accounts that people usually have for someone my age. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's very disconnected. And we'll talk about that in a future episode. (laughs) (laughs) Where I'm just going to drag her for like 18 minutes straight. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You guys get ready, literally. If you have any beef with me, just get ready for Jen to just rake me through the coals for as long as she personally wants to. Very shortly. Uh, But... We actually have one thing that we wanted to add for this that we kind of want to talk about really briefly before we get into it. So do you want to kick it off? Yeah, so we actually wanted to add a bit of a segment. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and we're going to call that segment um, Amendment Notes. So basically, that's going to give us an opportunity to sort of talk about the last episode and if we have any corrections we would like to add to something we said or if we want to add on to like a point that we made on the episode mm-hmm. and yeah that's pretty much it i think that's that's what yeah. we, we all make mistakes yeah. and i i wanted to make one one note that this is the reason why i brought it up <laughs> <laughs> because i wanted to make a note from last episode <laughs> i made uh, a comment about me having the work ethic of nick miller and i really don't want that to come back and like bite me in the ass later on (laughs) i just don't want people to think like i am a reflection of nick miller and i am nick miller 100 percent. and what i meant by that was more so like the way that he views himself as a writer because i like i want to be a writer and 
I think it's so funny how he kind of talks about like, oh, writers don't read or write. (laughs) I think that's so funny because I think that a lot of writers can kind of relate to that because they kind of go around being like, oh, yeah, I'm a writer. And then when you ask them, like, so what have you written? And they're like, oh, like, I'm still working on it. But that means like, I haven't really written anything. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I think I think that's that's what I was more so alluding to. Not that I'm just like, 100% 100% lazy not that Nick Miller is like really lazy because I mean he still like gets himself through like situations yeah. but yeah like I just wanted to make that correction <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really funny I mean even when you said it at the time you were you were kind of in reflection while you, after you said it, you had an immediate reflection of being being able to be like wait a second <laughs> that I didn't mean that that way I wait uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and then it all came out no but uh, that's the amended amended note for the week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it had to be the first note. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's get into it. How did we first end up talking about plastic straws on my side (laughs) of the story i was working version oh my gosh don't even she's literally trying to fake news me you guys um (laughs) i went into the office and i saw i saw jen using a plastic straw and i thought that she was a really good person so i was really shocked and surprised but I was also just confused because I was like, well, if she's a good person, why is she hurting the earth in this way? And so I, I questioned her about it and she was like, well, you know, you just you just don't know. And she kind of had a controversial, I think, hot take on the subject, <laughs> which was that she was just like, yeah, I, I don't feel bad about this. And like, you know, people do a lot worse things. I'm like, I'm not going to feel guilt about this thing. And like, you can't shame me. You can't shame me, V, is basically her take on it. And what was kind of what happened or what devolved from that was all the people in our workplace got into the argument and had very different takes on it as well. People were like, yes, I I agree with the wrong the wrong person, Jen, or <laughs> I agree with V that we want to save this planet and do what we can to to help those those marine creatures you know that we call our friends what is your take or what is your side of the story jen (laughs) the real version and story of what happened here (laughs) i'm just kidding oh man so yeah get ready for the lies get ready for the lies (laughs) uh, (laughs) i was drinking coffee out of straws and they were like the tiny coffee stirs like you use them to stir your coffee um and she came in and she was like, are you using straws? And I was like, yeah, like, what's the problem? <laughs> and then that's when she like, quote unquote, called me out and was like, you know, they're bad for the environment. Like they're killing like turtles and whatnot. And I was like, okay, but um, there are also bigger issues when it comes to like global warming and me like using this one straw is not, it's probably not going to make a difference because... Like I told her then, I don't use them all the time. I just didn't want to stain my teeth with the coffee because I was like drinking three to four cups of coffee a day at that job because for, you know, for personal reasons, for health reasons. <laughs> and I, so For the good of my, 
for my mind. mental health, okay? And like oh she, my was, gosh. she was shaming me for this. <laughs> she was shaming me for the ways that I was coping. <laughs> okay, okay. Amended um, uh, note in episode. <laughs> I was not shaming her, but she kept coming back every week and saying, you know what? I'm going to do V. I'm going to stop drinking coffee. And I, like a good person and a good friend, was supportive and was up behind her and was like, yes, you know, if this is affecting your life so much and you have to have so much of it to just get by, you should definitely try to be less dependent on it. And every single time she'd say that the next day I would come in, she'd have a full cup of coffee and she would look at me and be like, what? <laughs> like she didn't say anything to me yesterday. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? What? What do you mean? What? You just told me you wanted to change your ways. And, <laughs> and she, and then she would say to me, well, that's like tomorrow. <laughs> Every single time, you guys, I was just trying to make her a better person. I rest my case. Now let's go on. <laughs> it's not like I was you know, using a straw every single time I drank coffee either. Like I usually did it when either I had just like used a whitening strip and I was like, I really am not trying to like stain my teeth right now. So I think that's also the reason. And also because I was using the whitening strips, my teeth were getting like really sensitive. And I'm just like, I, I have to use a straw today. And it's not like I was using a straw every single day. And like, I don't use plastic straws in my everyday life either. I mean, I've only, I was on that, what is it? Metal straw wagon before the ban. <laughs> The wagon of metal straws just <laughs> clinking together all together. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. So here's my point, I guess. When I first came to California, a big part of my move was being like, oh, wow, California, you know, is so different. And there's so many things about it that are very... No, it's not. Future forward. <laughs> Excuse me. This is my my story. Future forward. Don't overwrite my narrative, Jen. Uh, there's so many things that are future forward about the city that I really enjoyed and that I really loved, even though I was an outsider looking in, being like, oh, well, these things that they've put in place are really great measures. And like one of those was plastic straws. I remember when that became more popular and it became more talked about in media, especially in the news about like plastic straw bans and how California like kind of led the charge on it. And that was really impressive to me. And when I came here, seeing people like use reusable utensils or use I think what's what's that place veggie grill I think they use like bamboo or recyclable or like compostable compostable meal containers and also I believe they use some sort of like bamboo utensils veggie grill oh my gosh when quarantine is you guys when quarantine is over and we can veggie grill we should hit it up yeah order everything on the menu get when into I a food coma got the job that we were both at when this when this incident happened i got when i got the job i answered the phone so quickly because i was excited that i locked myself out of the side of the car when i just had gotten to veggie grill <laughs> i had to stay in there for two hours <laughs> to wait for the locksmith guy to come to open my car for me um it was a, f- a low and a high at the same time. Honestly, it was okay because at the end of the day, I had a job and I got my veggie grill. But <laughs> I thought that was really cool about California. And I feel like when I just saw someone that, you know, says that they're a Californian, supposedly by birth, just act so flagrantly in disregard of, of those tenets of, of this society that I've come to know. <sighs> Called Society of LA. Uh, I was just shocked and 
to me, it was also shocking because so many few people use plastic straws in the first place. And it kind of brings up the fact that, like, plastic straws in general, I mean, people that aren't, people that really need to use plastic straws, like, need to use them. Like, what I really mean that need are people that have disabilities and children. But adults really don't need plastic straws. I mean, maybe it's nice for this, or maybe it goes with this, or, you know, maybe it's that whole classic Americana, you know, uh, red and white swirl straw mm-hmm. and milkshake that people are so, that's so popular now. And maybe that's kind of what drove it up and drove it to become more popular. But it really doesn't need to be something that even is used. And so it's also just so baffling people to, like, actually use it for daily things, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) I mean, yes, I agree that like straws are for, are meant and should be used by like disabled people and children. But I think that she's making it seem like I used it every day. And that's my problem (laughs) that I did not use plastic straws every day that I, I think like my controversial take is so controversial because like at like first glance it's just me being like oh i disagree with the plastic band straw but if you don't ask me to further like explain that of course it's gonna sound bad it's gonna be like whoa like this girl hates but does not believe in science like i think that that's like sort of the vibe you get from someone who says that but it's like the opposite (laughs) it's the opposite (laughs) of that like i very much believe that global warming is a thing. I think that we are killing our planet and it's scary. And I think that the reason why I have such a hot take is because I think that it's such, it's, it's just a, like, this is my biggest, I guess, like my, my main argument is like, it's such a quick fix solution. And that's my problem that I think that we have these politicians who are telling us like, hey, like if you stop using plastic straws, like global warming is going to go away. And like a lot of people buy into that and they're like, I'm doing my part. Like that doesn't mean like they're going to start recycling and that doesn't mean that they're going to start um, shopping ethically when it comes to like their clothes or start using less food containers or start shopping with zero waste bags and things like that. And I think that it's not an actual solution in my in my eyes <laughs> so i think that that's why i have the take that i do on the ban because i think that i mean it's great that we're like making strides not really though but it just oh my gosh <laughs> because i mean like they can continue to ban plastic bags pl- plastic straws plastic utensils but if we're not looking at the bigger problem and issue here like really isn't gonna make much of a difference and I think that it's unfair that V has shamed me for so long for using plastic straws while she was just nonchalantly using plastic wear and like shopping and buying food with a lot of plastic wrap and she had no problem or issue with that never never called herself out never said anything she was just like yep i'm having my lunch with this plastic spoon yep i'm buying this sandwich with a lot of plastic wrapping yep i'm gonna do this and that and it just (laughs) it's like if you're gonna call me out then you're gonna hold yourself accountable too first of all how would i call myself out by by not using those things anymore but calling calling someone out the intention of that i know is but that like like you're when you're while you're using it you're them. like oh you should be like oh maybe i shouldn't be using this and like 
that's you calling yourself out. And then the accountability comes after when you're like, I'm going to stop using it. So to counter okay. that point. <laughs> All right. I and that's a wrap. Think... Thank you for coming. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is your TED talk. No, I think to counter that. A hundred percent. I feel like I always was a super aware though, like of the fact that first of all, that office in general just went through way too many things. Oh, <laughs> and we yeah, both for talked sure. about that. Sure. We both talked about that a lot uh, during our tenure there. But, <laughs> but also I definitely was like, okay, I don't want to fall into this constant cycle of using this all the time. I don't want to fall into the constant cycle of doing this all the time. But also for me, I would just like to say there's two factors that kind of affected they're that. Excuses, that. By the way. No, they're not. <laughs> One was that a hundred percent when I could, I would always, especially near the end when no, I was a lot more aware and definitely changed my behavior was I would bring utensils from home. So I wouldn't have to use the plasticware that was there. And I would try to just eat whatever I was eating either in I got bigger containers too actually so it kind of worked out that way I think but, I think uh, the reason why I didn't notice either was because towards like the end like we didn't really get lunch together because our schedules were like always different like either you were like so doing true. something else and I was doing something else yeah that's true that's true um and I was just like eating in a rush because I had to like do something else or whatever uh it <laughs> happened so many times honestly but um but that's true uh I think that was it and also I just feel like the commute from the office to my house was incredibly long and most nights by the time I got home I literally washed my face and went to bed because that's like how tired I was <laughs> and how late it was there was times when I definitely got home and it was the news was on like it was that late like that kind of thing where I'm like wow like this is crazy especially when you compare like when I got off of work uh just because of the commute time and all that stuff and also it's just LA and traffic here sucks so for me also, I was like, I want to make something every single day and I want to not go to the store and get the sandwich and get whatever. But for me, I just had so little energy to like do any of those things. And also when I got home, I was like, okay, if I stay up and make something, I'm going to stay up for at least an hour and a half more and then package all this stuff up and then put it together for tomorrow. And a lot of them just didn't have the energy. And so I would definitely be like, okay, I'm definitely going to have to buy something tomorrow. I don't love that solution. But at the same time, it's like, if I have to choose between, again, Actually, this is great because it's just bringing the point around. Um, for my mental health, I needed at least eight hours of sleep. And Jen is just being like, well, why didn't you just forego that for the environment? No, 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 no. And I was no. like, you know, I think. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You are shaming me for just trying to take care of my body and myself. And it's very, bu- it's bullying behavior. And I want to okay. call it out right now that means we're both bullies then correct <laughs> i like how you paused you had to really think it through no like, i did i about to I throw myself you're... under the bus too <laughs> i mean i'm a bully but i'm better than you still, okay. So okay so here's the thing now. like if she really cared about her mental health and she cared about her like well-being like physically as well she would meal prep like period that's what i did and like not only would i meal prep and bring my food like in like glassware i would also take the train to work and then i would walk home from the train which was maybe like a 20 25 minute walk and like um that seems pretty environmentally friendly to me (laughs) so i'm pretty sure that i made Um, up for like the few straws that i used here and there (laughs) 
First of all, first of all, there was also times that you definitely drove to work, so don't even lie about that. I, but I would drive to work maybe once or twice, and that's because there was street cleaning at my house, and I couldn't find parking, so I'm like, I have to drive to work today. It wasn't because I'm like, I'm feeling lazy, I gotta drive today. It was just because, like, I had no other option. Sounds like an excuse. Oh uh, my god. Though, okay, maybe, it maybe was I should have just gotten that $200 to- ticket. <laughs> um, For me, though, there's, like, no, there was no conceivable way for me to ever get to any sort of transportation close by to me that would have taken me directly towards work like it would have taken longer and i would have to get up earlier to do that but also the only bus that would have taken me to like one of the main lines was just known for just not showing up and for me it was a choice of okay i have a car that i'm paying for um that i brought out here because everyone knows that like LA is just terrible to get around in and it's very hard and there's so much like preamble to just freaking go five miles um but uh so I just was like okay this is my only option I feel like again Jen is shaming me for the fact that I used to not have the opportunity (laughs) that she had to be in the heart of the city and just hop on a metro and just go wherever the hell I wanted to dox me now (laughs) correct she lives at she's retaliating do you see this and she thinks she's a better bully than me not a better bully but a person and better a bully. person she is the but better a better bully. person <laughs> no no it's you my friend it's you don't go call on, me your friend <laughs> oh oh wow Friendship the gloves over, come off canceled block the, the gloves come off um wow because she said canceled so this is the so last casually. episode ever uploaded <laughs> And this podcast is done, though. Okay. <laughs> but bring up your other points. I mean, we talked about it, too. I mean, I wouldn't say that. We did talk about it more with time as I saw her use more plastic straws to talk about other things that you definitely brought up. That we de- we The thing is, this issue was definitely very divisive at first for us, but we did find that there were some things that we actually did agree on, which I think we yeah. didn't we didn't think would be the case. Yeah, for sure. I think it's just the our thought process to the solution is very different. Yes. One thing I would definitely say is that plastic straws for me is a starter. It's something to begin with to try to just make all of us more conscious in general about what we use and how we use it and our waste and all of those things. I don't think that it ever was for me like, oh, if Jen stops using plastic straws the ocean is safe like that was never the case for me <laughs> she um, made it seem like that by the way <laughs> no uh, yes you i was did. perfectly humble and oh polite my god and i wish you were understanding all there. <laughs> i wish like, you were all there <laughs> do you have a character witness jen no uh, yeah the entire office a- we worked in <laughs> Do you have someone that can report for you specifically on this? No. But no, I mean, I think that was the thing, though, too. I was like, I was definitely very pro more legislation and looking at the right people and taking them into account. But I do think that banning plastic straws is a good first step and that it shouldn't just be like, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's it's a it, whatever. It's just something that we can do. And like, that's it. And like, I don't think that that was ever a solution or like a cap to the problem for me. But I think that we both we disagree on how to take it because I think it's a great first step and it makes people more conscious. And Jen 
well is a monster essentially essentially i'm unleashing <sighs> the apocalypse on the world because i used what like one plastic straw thank god she every said like it. other week or once thank a month <laughs> god she finally said it she said it here here okay so here's like another hot take that i have i don't know if it's like necessarily a hot take but like i feel like the bands like it's especially here in LA, in LA, I think we've said this, like we're, we're based out in Los Angeles and we have a ban on straws and plastic bags. And I think that those bans are only allowing us to continue very unhealthy consumption habits as individuals, because I think that because there's a ban on straws, there's also, there's also the market for like, glass straws metal straws or alternative um solutions to straws has gone up because people are now purchasing them by like bulks or just either losing their stuff and then buying more and then like the thing is that these things that are like set up to be more sustainable are essentially contributing to pollution too because if like you lose it or you're over consuming this thing then it's going to be harder to break down once it is thrown away or like it lands in the landfill or whatever, wherever it la- it ends up. And I think because they're just built to be sustainable. And I think that as consumers, we tend to overconsume things because we think we need them. I mean, like, again, I, I don't think straws are a need. They're more of a want for people who aren't disabled or aren't children or babies. And like, I agree with that 100%. But I think that because we're so used to that, it's such a habit to like just have a straw and it it was like so accessible to us that now like we're just over consuming it. And the same thing applies to plastic bags, honestly. Like I think that I, I think my mom is very guilty of these where she like has like maybe like 10 reusable bags. It's like, well, you don't need 10. But for her, <laughs> it's like, oh, well, like sometimes I forget when I go to the store, so I have to buy another one. And I'm like, and that's also like the problem that we're over like again like we're just over consuming or we're just not being we're just not used to it so we we tend to forget so we have to like purchase it once we're there again see that she just casually dragged her mom okay i I did i did (laughs) but but she does recycle so good for her (laughs) so she's a good person at least in the family um hey no that is not true i actually was the one who inspired her to start recycling in oh. high school. In high school. Okay? So I've always <laughs> been very environmentally friendly, very conscious, and I know that, like, the world is fucked and I'm just trying to do my best. Okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, so for me, I guess I have a lot more faith in humanity than, than Jen. I just feel like for a lot of people, plastic straws were definitely the first time that they ever acknowledged or even took stock of the fact that we have so much waste and that you are responsible for so much waste personally by just taking part and buying and consuming things that you don't really need and like single use products as well. And I just feel like that promoted such a huge change that I'm already seeing right now in like the current generation where I just feel like I see so many more people like use reusable bags and come to the store and say, Oh, wait a second, I have a bag for this or I don't need plastic or whatever and I see so many more people that come in and they have reusable utensils and that's so cool to see or people that are just really thinking ahead about being like, I wanna consume the best that I can and promote brands that are trying to be sustainable and seeing people promote a lot of companies that 
are trying to be more green, but also are thinking about the environment. And I feel like maybe plastic straws is not, I mean, plastic straws is not going to solve our problem, but I also feel like it's a great way to make people more aware and to ease them into it. And so I think it's a totally fine topic and it's a totally fine way to start that because I think even though it's such a small issue and it's not like life or death, it is a great way to get the ball rolling and it is a really great way to like set a precedent so people can kind of know exactly where they're at in terms of using using plastics but also things that they don't really need in their lives yeah I also have another point sort of against that (laughs) but not really but it's just like for me it's more so again like we should start looking at the ways that we are consuming and the way that we are polluting the world and like how we're yeah just polluting the world um (laughs) but i think that the government and like politicians put too much of that responsibility on the individual it's kind of like hey man if you stop using a straw we'll we'll be a lot better and I think that, yes, as a collective, we should start working together and finding ways and solutions as to how we can address this problem. But I think that we should also be holding accountable the corporations who are emitting a lot more pollution into the world and who are responsible for, I don't know, more than half of the pollution that's been put out. And I think that politicians are not holding them accountable and are placing this blame on the individual and I don't, I don't like that because it really kind of, they take the blame off themselves and are like, we already did what we had to do. We already placed the ban. Like now it's up to you to basically upkeep it. And it's not enough. And I think that that's how these people we elect kind of get away with doing the bare minimum and kind of leave the office saying like, I implemented this ban. What's the problem? But you weren't regulating these corporations or you weren't releasing policies, listening to the people who are essentially telling you, hey man, like maybe you should start regulating oil companies. Maybe you should start regulating Amazon. Maybe Jeff Bezos is a fucking shitty person and doesn't deserve to be a trillionaire at the expense of our world. I, that's, that's like one of my biggest problems too with that. So I think that's why I have such such a hot take on just like the overall ban of straws. And when someone comes at me and tells me, hey, man, don't use a straw because it's a ban. And I'm like, um, OK, are you <laughs> there are people out there who are doing much worse than me, like V said at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. OK, so. Obviously, again, with that point in mind, I definitely agree with the fact that there's so much that we could do. And I think the government also definitely could do a lot more about regulating oil companies and other companies that are contributing to just degrading the environment more. And I definitely think that it has not really done the work that we want it to do, but that it should have been doing all along. And so I definitely get your point there. But I guess for me, it's just that so many people are every day realizing how bad the environment is and how bad global warming is and how far into this we are basically uh and it's a really sad picture it's really sad to think about all the things that we have done that have ruined this earth it's like very for a lot of people it's very emotional um and it's that's totally i mean of course how could it not be this is the only place that we've ever known this is the only place that we've ever lived on 
there's no other place to go to at this point, at least, unless, I don't know, Elon Musk makes that freaking Mars colony, I guess. But this is... He fucks off. <laughs> uh, good riddance, no. But he, but like, this is, this is all we have. And so it's really upsetting to see so many things, you know, just change because of humans being so dumb and not caring and just thinking about only themselves. And I think that is, you know... I love the fact that people are becoming more conscious about that and becoming more aware of that and doing research and finding resources Mm -hmm. and finding documentaries. Like, all that stuff is very good stuff, and I'm glad that people are doing it. And I think that for a lot of people, it's like, oh, I want this this corporation to be taken down, but it's very hard to take corporations down, especially the oil companies, as we've seen over and over and over again. We've been trying to get rid of them in some small ways, you know, people have for so long, and they've used literally like spies in certain organizations like they've used like smear campaigns like all these things and they still have so much power in america unfortunately and i mean also i mean around the world as well but i think that for some people that see that and are so upset by that a big form of their own personal protest is by being so green that they can hopefully either have minimal or zero waste or i know there's like a new term now that's it means putting energy back onto the grid so it's like having it was like i don't know what it's called let's call it green waste for right now but it was a whole idea of like actually instead of having zero waste using all the waste that you do have to put it back into the grid to basically contribute not no no waste at all and and to help help the systems that are in place for us and i think that was just really cool to hear about i think that that in and of itself, living that way is a form of protest. And I think that, yes, maybe it's very small, but it's kind of the thing I think people so easily are like, oh, well, I'm just one person. How am I going to bring down this corporation? Like, how am I going to, like, you know, affect all this change? How am I going to stop the oil companies? Like, I'm just, you know, whatever. It's just, you know, you have that, like, very, oh, I don't have any power feeling about you, I think. And it's very Mm -hmm. easy to feel that way because America is so big and so much power that um, most of us never have. (laughs) But or have not achieved yet. I would like to say that because I think that people can achieve power later on in their lives. Uh, And I just think that maybe I can't take down this corporation, but I can live my life this way to show that I am not going to be part of this system and contribute specifically to the destruction. I'm going to be against the destruction and I'm going to fight it that way as well as also calling for these these institutions to be held accountable. And so for me, even though I think Plastic Plastic Stars, again, are such a small band, are such a small thing to, like, put your stake in, I do think it's good that for so long people have just been like, oh, whatever, I don't care about waste, I can do whatever the hell I want to do, and they've just been very, like, lousy's fair and whatever, and have just not cared, and I think that I don't love the idea of a lot of things that the government does most of the time, uh, but I do like the idea of making citizens take part in this, if only to show that they have some personal stake and they have some personal cause, but I'm not into the idea that with the government doing this, it's, it is putting it on, on the people. Um, I don't like that, but I also think that for people that just see it as like, oh, I need to be more conscious. Like, I think that that's a good effect of it. So I guess I'm not for that take of it, but the effect of it that could happen, I think, mm-hmm. is something that I see as being beneficial. Yeah. I mean, my final, like, 
this this is all I want to say now. Like my final takeaway is like there really is no ethical way to consume things under capitalism, and I understand that. So I'm not. I also don't want anyone to think that we're shaming you if you kind of are partaking in ways, partaking in fast fashion or partaking in the only ways that you kind of have access to to like survive in this world because I understand that it is hard and it is hard to be eco-friendly because it can be expensive sometimes and and that is unfair and I think that I think at the end of the day like despite that I think we should still be considering where we can cut corners and cut back and kind of be be a little bit more considerate and I mean if you use a plastic straw like once a year that's fine (laughs) I think that's fine for me like as long as you're not doing it every single day every single time you have a drink then that's a problem like I remember I was once watching this YouTube video of this guy when he was talking about how he would order bulks of toothbrushes because he would brush his teeth once and then throw it away and whoa like even I'm not that just yeah i i'm still very conscious of the things that i'm still i'm like contributing to the environment that was very that's a very extreme um example but there are people who live that and i think that we should be thinking about how we can cut back hey man like maybe we can start off small or that person can start off small and use that toothbrush for a whole week and then dispose of it and then eventually hopefully get into the routine of keeping a toothbrush a little bit longer until like it runs its lifespan and then toss it out or dispose of it correctly however it is i know and i know that a lot of plastic isn't recyclable and that's another thing we should start demanding that we have better infrastructure when it comes to recycling because we can we can continue to recycle and put it in the recycling bins and like ship it off or whatever but if we don't have an infrastructure in place that is making sure that our what we're doing on our behalf kind of does not go to waste i think that also kind of reinforces that sort of um it just it reinforces us in knowing that we are doing our part because a lot of people are kind of i think a lot of people also think well, if half of what I'm recycling isn't even going to be recyclable because it's contaminated or the plastic isn't recyclable or whatever, I think that also turns people off. And I think that if we had a better system and a better infrastructure, straws would not be a problem, period. It would just not be. And the fact that it is, it just shows the lack of investment we have in those resources and the lack of investment we're making into stopping global warming as a collective. And... Yeah. yeah that's... Well, I mean, for my final points, I think that right now, more than ever, people have just been getting more involved in movements and they've been feeling very inspired to do what they can to support the things that they care about, uh, which I think is amazing. And I am so excited to see it. I'm excited to see all the ways people are showing their support of. Yeah. I mean, can we just name drop? I don't know if it's name drop of the Black Lives Matter movement and other of other movements that are happening right now. And I think that for the climate movement, a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I did some things in the past that I feel guilty about, or I didn't even become really that green or aware of it until the last year. But I think that you should use this time if you can to like do more research, 100%, like watch some more documentaries about it and watch some, you know, ideas that people are even putting together 
And I know there's a lot of climate summits that have been happening recently too. And so you can like read more about that and read more about activism and what the activists are calling for and become informed about it. But I also think that you shouldn't feel like because of your past behavior or maybe even what your current behavior is that you're out of sight of the movement and that you can't be a part of it. Because I think that all you need to do to be part of a movement is to care about it and then act in a way to promote it and to promote its tenets that you believe in. And so I think the idea of being like, we need to be better. We need to do this and we need to do that. And maybe even saying like, okay, I have a really hard time quitting fast fashion right now because I don't have a lot to spend on clothes and I have a professional job and I have to wear a certain amount of, you know, different outfits and attire for this job. And so I can't give that up, but I do want to do something so I can give maybe plastic straws up. Uh, and I think then... <laughs> or find alternatives. But yes, I think then that's good. And I think, you know, small steps are still steps and you shouldn't discount them. And so I think that if you want to get involved in the movement and you want to get involved in talking about it more and being more informed about it, um, you should 100% do that. I do think that you should also 100% if you feel so inclined write in or call when new or developing laws come into effect that are specifically about the environment or involve the effects of environment from corporations or other entities um or even just now if you just in general want to call in and be like hey i know things are literally on fire but also i think that we should do this or even in your local community like see different ways that you can speak up um if you feel comfortable doing so i think that you should and i think that it may be hard to talk about it because everything else is happening right now but all issues are even if they're not in the limelight at the time are still things that need to be addressed you know um flint michigan Mm -hmm. is still struggling and that needs to be addressed and i think it you know it wasn't headlines for a very long time there's a you know documentaries about it and then it kind of faded unfortunately which i don't know why um i mean i think it's part of the 24-hour news cycle though and i think to be like hey we need to still like think about flint michigan and that's totally okay to say and i mean i think until even the thing that happened with the sheriff in flint that was spread online people like kind of were like oh yeah flint michigan and that kind of mm-hmm. sucks but <laughs> but i think it's like cool to be like oh hey now that we're already thinking about flint michigan and this thing that happened let's also talk about the fact that there's a water crisis let's talk about how we're going to solve it and how we're going to help the community there and what has happened since we've let things degrade to the point that they've degraded to and how we can do more going forward and i think that that's totally valid to say and totally valid to come out and and go for right now and i just think that you have a voice you have something to say even if you think that it's like oh well, i don't know if i'm the right person to say it or whatever you never know if something you say or something you do can have a crazy effect on the way things are so i think that you should take your opportunity when you see it if you feel so inclined so yeah yeah it's never too late to get educated or get involved absolutely but yeah that's those are our hot takes on the plastic straw ban yeah. that sort of intersect with other um, issues it's going on in the world, in America specifically. And if you disagree with the, like, hit us up yes. on our Instagram if page you, at Hot we're Takes have a Pod poll. CST. If you agree with me 100%, no, let we're me gonna know, too. we're going to have a poll <laughs> so that I can finally win and feel validated 
by my win <laughs> on Instagram on a social platform that I do not have any relationship with uh, <laughs> other than this podcast. Uh, I'm going to make sure to rig that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the It's the American way. <laughs> Jeez. Honestly, at this point, I'm not even going to correct you. Uh, but yeah, if you guys are so inclined or if you guys are interested, 100% go to our our Instagram at Hot Takes Pod CST, not yeah. cast. Yeah, and uh, tell us who's right. <laughs> and tell us <laughs> or if... tell us what are your hot takes on the plastic band straw like yeah. if you have any or like what are your takes on like global warming and the environment and like how it's being handled by the people above us or just like as a collective how we're handling it i mean yeah. i'm sure that there's a lot of there's a lot of opinions out there definitely definitely stay informed stay ha- stay happy stay healthy stay happy <laughs> Oh yeah, and also let us know what brought you joy this week or last week or the month before mm-hmm. or whenever. We just want to know. I mean, I think any good news is like the best news right now. Yeah. With everything that's going on and like make sure you're taking care of your mental health and I know that everything feels overwhelming right now and like we understand like we're also reading the news and keeping up with everything that's happening. We we're here for each other and we're here for you guys as well so reach out yeah yeah all right see you guys next week bye goodbye